0: So please stay pure for me Know that I adore thee. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Welcome to episode 9 of Death to Self podcast A podcast navigating Christianity in your 20s And how to be in the world and not of it So today's topic oh i am i'm so excited to talk about this so so excited to talk about this and it's a little controversial not really but kind of i mean it depends on you but anyway today's topic we're going to be talking about sex Ugh. i don't know i still can't say that without like cringing like sex like, uh it's just like ew not ew but it's just like uh I don't know bro anyways when we're talking about sex about celibacy abstinence god's view on sex specifically god's view on sex what culture says about sex which is absolutely wrong the hookup culture and all of that versus god's view on sex why we should wait to marriage because if you grew up in church you have been told to not have sex before marriage they don't necessarily tell you why first of all when we talk about abstinence as in waiting until marriage before you have sex as a believer as a christian as a child of god you should most definitely be abstaining from sex until marriage like that is i don't know why people i don't know why people make excuses for this like it is so clear it is so clear in the bible there's no way that you're going to call yourself a child of god and you live in sexual sin and you say god does not convict you from that it is so clear that you should wait till marriage as a child of god as a christian but anyways i think we should start by talking about my abstinence journey and all of that so i've never had sex and it's not because I was pursuing holiness like I am now but just out of a lot of reasons that are not of God you know it is first of all out of fear like what if it's so painful what if I get pregnant my mom says I shouldn't do it what if she kind of finds out that I did um, what if I get too emotionally attached to the guy and all of these reasons but not because God says I shouldn't I'm honestly so grateful to God and proud of myself honestly very proud of myself that i've never had sex although i still did other things just saying this so you don't think that i'm speaking out of self-righteousness like nah i was not pure at all but yeah i never had sex for the wrong reason so after giving my life to christ he just transformed my mind and transformed um the reason and strongly convicted me on the reason why he is protecting me from this so first of all god's view on sex marriage to god is not when you have a wedding or when you sign um legal papers or you're wearing a ring no marriage to god is when you have sex like in the book of genesis chapter 29 this was kind of like trending on tiktok the story of jacob and rachel so i read it for myself and i noticed that when jacob wanted to marry rachel after he has served um, for seven years, he told Labam to give him Rachel so he can sleep with her because according to God, sleeping with Rachel is what shows that they are married, shows that they are in covenant with each other. When the Bible says the two shall become one flesh, the only way that the Bible talks about that becoming one flesh is through sex and absolutely nothing else because sex is so... Powerful, not only is it like a physical thing, it joins you emotionally and spiritually. And when you connect with people with no boundaries, when you connect with people outside of marriage, people are left with pieces of you. Especially when you've connected with a whole lot of people. It's like, how many people are you married to? You leave people with pieces of you. And then you're not able to fully fulfill the purpose that God has for you. I watched my third sermon on sex. And I love how he demonstrated it. So basically, he took um, two sheets of papers, right? And let's say you take two sheets of papers. And you glue them together with like a glue stick. And then you try to take the paper apart from each other obviously they are glued together so it's like part of this paper is going to be on the other paper and parts of the other paper is going to be on that paper and that is exactly how it is with sex like you give a part of yourself to everyone you have sex with and that's why some people are so broken dealing with struggles dealing with mental health attachment issues and all of that it's because you're in a covenant with someone that you're not supposed to be in a covenant with sex creates a marriage attachment when there's no marriage commitment yo oh my goodness like this is so powerful and sexual sin is so detrimental to you and your purpose that the bible literally says it is a sin against your own body first corinthians 6 verse 18 to 20 says flee from sexual immorality all other sins a person commits are outside the body but whoever sins sexually sins against your own body do you not know that your body is at the temple of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have received from god you are not your own you were bought at a price therefore honor god with your body so let's talk about the first part flee from sexual immorality i love that the bible uses the word flee another version says run like literally run away from it like flee from it like bro this is you you ain't got no time to play with it run away from it as fast as you can (laughs) and the fact that it's being praised by society is the more reason why you should run away from it anything that is being overly praised and glorified by society is one thing that god does not want at all the bible tells us in first corinthians 7 verse 9 also when i read this i was mind blown it said it is better for you to marry than to burn in loss it is better for you to marry someone like read the whole of first corinthians chapter 7 from first corinthians chapter 6 and 7 paul talks very um he explains like God's view on sex very well there, but anyways, this part that that he says that it is better to marry than to burn in lust, it's better to marry than to burn in sexual sin. He literally says it, be- it's better to marry someone that you don't know, someone that you don't have a connection with, so you can have sex in the marriage, than to burn in lust and have sex outside of the marriage. That is how powerful it is, and I hope you know that when I'm talking about sex, I'm not just talking about the penetration. I'm talking about everything. That has to deal with um sexual sin, as in staying pure, you know, God does not want your virginity, He wants your purity. Ooh, I saw this on a TikTok and I was like, What a word. Oh my goodness. So it's like, you know, most of us I was there too before I gave my life to Christ. It's like, yeah we're not gonna have sex but we could we could do other things but just not the sex because i'm waiting till marriage but it's like no god wants your purity you have to stay pure stay pure in every aspect not just no sex no penetration but like how are you talking to people what are your physical boundaries with people all of that has to do with um you staying pure and that is what god wants god wants you to pursue purity and not just say that oh i'm a virgin but we can do other things you're just the same as a person who is not a virgin so like pick a side you know people tell me that i'm missing out on not having sex first of all you're so meat mediocre yeah absolutely mediocre if that's your mindset it's like bro tell me that i'm missing out on Something don't tell me that I'm missing out on not having sex. Like, come on, you. It it literally pisses me off when someone says that because it's like, how mid is your mindset? Like, bro. Ugh. Anyways, it's let's not get angry here. But like a lot of people tell me that I'm missing out on not having sex, and a lot of people have asked me this question of. Where would I find someone who is waiting till marriage? A lot of people, especially after I tell a guy that, oh, I'm waiting till marriage and I'm waiting till marriage. The next question after that is like, okay, girl, but where exactly are you going to find a guy that is waiting till marriage? And it's like, that's the whole point, because with me being abstinent and waiting till marriage, God has given me a standard and kind of made it easier for me because by the time i tell a guy that i'm not having sex on tomorrow she's like okay i'm out and i'm like okay thank you lord because you've saved me from another heartbreak because obviously that person is not for me and i don't even need to do something else to figure it out it's like just the fact that we are not on the same foundation spiritually and that you cannot wait and that you are not waiting as well for yourself then it's like we most definitely cannot work out although it's not so easy though because i would really like someone and then you know the sex part always just like separates us and it makes me kind of sad but then i just know for a fact that it's for the greater good so this is just a reminder to not set so for standards need what god has for you sister it does not matter how fine that man is it does not matter how much money first of all why are you chasing money you know but anyways it doesn't matter how much money that man has if 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 he does not respect your purity if If he is not also waiting till marriage to pursue holiness for God. Not for yourself. Not because he wants you so bad and he's going to wait. It's like, no, you have to do it for God. Then run away from him. Just stay away from him because it's not worth it at all. I'm talking to myself. I love that God is using me to talk to me too. Because I really needed to hear those words. Like It is absolutely not worth it. Another thing that annoys me so much so so much is when someone says how can you get a car without test driving it i'm a car to you huh a depreciating asset that is that is how you see me (laughs) any guy that has that type of mentality please just run away from him anyways the whole concept or the whole argument of you needing experience is like bro sex is not a career path that you want to follow and gain experience in order for you to have a good job like that is not what god sees it as god did not intend for us to be um sexually compatible because that's another question that i get as it's like what if you get married and you're not sexually compatible with the person it's like sex is meant to be an experience with one person the thing is when you have an experience outside of marriage um it kind of shapes your mind and you think that okay um this is what sex should be if you have an experience outside of marriage or also based on what you watch you know these things influence what you think sex should be or what you think sex should feel like and then it kind of shapes what you want and it's like that's not how it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a thing with one person only and with that person you are obviously going to be sexually compatible and another thing that people have told me y'all I hear a whole lot of things with like waiting to marriage when I tell a the guy they just they just be opening their mouth and saying nonsense honestly because another thing that someone has told me is oh that's how I connect run away from those type of people people that f- say that like my best way of being intimate is through sex because if there's no sex and there's no connection like how do you expect me to love you without the sex can you imagine I've been told that like god really be saving me for real anyway stay away from relationships that are built on physical sexual connection because that's literally the least intimate thing that's the least way you can connect there's only um how long you can go with intimacy based on sex and it's like the reason why god wants us to wait on the physical connection and focus more on growing spiritually and growing especially spiritually, intellectually, because it's like what if you end up with the person and something happens with your body, you get pregnant, you fall sick, something happens and then you cannot have sex. How deep is your connection without sex? It's so sad because a lot of people are in relationships that you don't even know each other. Outside of the sex, there is no connection. And don't lie to yourself that you're okay with it because you're not. It's like this person it's like this man does not even know you for real he's just with you because of the sex it's like come on girl it's like come on girl you are a daughter of a king have some standards and some people might think that oh i'm pretty sure that i'm gonna marry this person so i might you know i might just as well have sex outside of marriage but then as long as it is outside of marriage it is a sin and what many people get but they don't understand is the fact that sin has consequences you don't know what consequences that can have on your marriage on your children on your generation because you lived in your sexual sin don't play don't play don't play with god like that so not it does not matter if you think you're gonna get married to this person If God says, if you're not married, don't have the sex. Then, if you're not married, don't have the sex. Sin has consequences. This also goes to the people that say, oh, I'm just going to do it and ask for forgiveness. It's like... No, don't do that because sin has consequences. Sin has consequences. Apart from sin having consequences, sin separates you from God, which is the saddest thing ever. It's the worst thing to be separated from your creator. Isaiah 59 verse 1 to 2 says, Listen. The Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor His ear too deaf to hear your call. It is your sin that has cut you off from God because of your sin. He has turned away from you and will not listen anymore. Imagine God rejecting you simply because you cannot let go of the the sexual sin. You cannot let go of the sex that lasts I don't know how long, like what five minutes. I'm not sure. <laughs> Imagine God rejecting you because you cannot let go of the sex. I know that it's easier said than done. I know that's for a fact. But thinking about your creator, the most high, rejecting you. Sex is nothing, nothing compared to your relationship with God at all. I know that the fight for purity is hard. It is tough. I am in it now. And it's a little easier because I'm not in a relationship. Just a little bit easier. But it's still tough it is still very tough and one thing that i'm going to tell you on like how to stay pure is to have boundaries have boundaries capital letters have capital letters and in bold have boundaries don't go to places or watch movies or listen to music that will tempt you in any way, bro. Like, don't do it. Nothing is more important than your relationship with God. Nothing is more important than fulfilling your purpose. And if it affects you in any way, like the Bible says, flee, run away from it. Matthew chapter 18, somewhere in Matthew chapter 18. I'm sorry that I don't know the phrase, but then it says that if your eye causes you to sin cut it out and throw it away because it is better to enter the kingdom of god with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hellfire Whew. oh yo the bible is powerful but like the bible literally tells us that if like if your eye is causing you to seem cut it away you know not literally literally but kind of like if that person if that tv show if that relationship if that music artist like for me it was megan de stallion and i had to be like sis i cannot deal with you for me it was watching too hard to handle on netflix i was like okay this is going to cause me to sing in a type of way i have to cut you out it was watching the bachelorette so many of um, the tv shows that were my favorite but then it was because i i love god so much and i don't want to i do not want to I've, i don't want anything that will negatively affect my relationship with god i had to cut it out for me it was cutting out certain people that i like you so much but i'm sorry man i love god more i live a purpose-filled life more than i want this friendship and i want this relationship and obviously, you're going to have sexual urges and all of that. And that is when you practice a fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is self-control. You know, God is going to give you the sexual urges. You are going to have it. He knows that you're going to have it. He knows that is biology and whatever, whatever. But then it doesn't mean that you should fall for it. It does not mean that you fall for it at all. That is just God testing your self-control. You really just have to pray for God to lead you through the right part because i promise you that it is not worth it and if you have not been pure like i was you know but obviously i gave my life to christ and it is no longer i who lives but christ lives in me there's been a death to self but if you are but if you're struggling or not struggling but living in your sexual sin of course there is hope for you of course there is hope for you. I cannot end this episode without talking about God's unfailing love and his never-ending mercy. First of all, you need to understand Romans one, romance eight one. There is no condemnation to those who belong to Christ Jesus. Even, it doesn't matter how many people you're married to. It doesn't matter your quote-unquote body count like society says. Even if it's 50, 100, 99, 20 it does not matter. Come to God and he's going to wipe away all of it. He's going to give you a brand new sleeve, a brand new sheet of paper. You remember the illustration that I was talking about with like the soul ties and other people's pieces of papers on you go to god and he's going to give you a brand new piece of paper ask for repentance of your sins ask for repentance of your sexual sins and then you flee you run away from it you turn the other direction and you follow god and you let god lead you and i just pray that um god leads us i just pray that god helps us with your um journey on abstinence your journey on waiting to your marriage it's not easy at all but with God we can make it because we are not doing it on our own we're doing it through um the Holy Spirit and through the power of God and I just pray that he helps us and this is your sign or not this is your sign but this is God speaking to you that sister the sex is not worth the purpose the sex is not worth the purpose it is not it doesn't matter how good it is it doesn't matter anything i promise you it is not so run away from it and give your life to christ and let him transform you totally transform your mind totally and prepare you for the person that he created you to be i loved um researching and god speaking to me about this episode so much because like i needed this for myself i needed this for myself i needed to remind myself why it is important for me to pursue holiness and stay pure until um i get married until i meet my jacob ew (laughs) but anyways yeah thank you for listening i want to know your thoughts on this episode i would love to know your thoughts on this episode what do you think what are your thoughts on like sex do you think it's okay to have it before marriage if you're a christian i just want to know like just just let me know what you think of this episode please i want to have a conversation with someone regarding this because this is just me talking to myself and i would love to have a conversation with someone regarding this i just want to know your take on this and may god bless you never forget god loves you more than the world can comprehend never forget that okay okay and i love you too